0: Hello friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. So glad you joined us. We are endeavoring today to finish up chapter number 15 of the book of Revelation. So I hope you'll find a place if uh, you have a copy of God's Word. If not, just listen carefully. I do have my uh, cup of the day, mug of the day, Veritas Baptist College right there. Veritas is the Latin word for truth. And uh, we love serving uh, people and serving those that love the Word of God here at Veritas Baptist College. Love to have you be a part if you ever feel led, vbc.edu, V as in Veritas, vbc.edu. We'd love to help you get your accredited uh, bachelor's or master's in uh, some, uh, the, the, some Bible areas, counseling and pastoral ministry and missions and that kind of thing. Revelation chapter 15, and uh, let's look at verse number five. Uh, Remember, uh, John is seeing some things in heaven. He's seeing a sign in heaven. He's seeing these seven angels, seven plagues. And then he's seeing these these tribulation saints in heaven, standing on the crystal sea, singing songs of praise and victory, to God, songs that are called, a a song that's called the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. And uh, what a great song it is, a song of worship, uh, emphasizing God's works and God's ways, God's worthiness. It's a song of great worship. But watch what it says now in verse number five. So Revelation chapter 15 and verse number five, where John continues his description and he says, and after that, I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. Well, that's a mouthful. The temple uh, of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven. So it's a description of the, the place of God, the throne room of God. Remember, we've often said the throne room of God mirrors the the description of the tabernacle, which, remember, was given as a type of what's really in heaven when God gave it to Moses. So I believe that one day when we get to heaven, we're going to see that all of these furnishings the brazen altar, the laver, the altar of incense, the golden candlestick, the table of showbread, the, the, the holy place itself, uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat overlaying it, the Shekinah glory of God, the cherubim, and all of it, will, is, is, but they're, they're but symbols of what we'll actually see in heaven, and the Bible says here in verse number five that 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 he's beholding the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven being open. So the temple is the outer building, the tabernacle is the 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 furnishings proper, right? The holy place and the holy of holy places. And then the testimony is the ark of the testimony. That's the holiest place, the holy of holies, the ark of the covenant, uh, the mercy seat, the place where the presence of Almighty God dwells. So as John is describing, he's describing that the, that the, the temple is opening, something's going to happen, the door is opening, but, but whatever's happening is emanating from the very central part from the very God-centered part of all of it. So from the epicenter of the universe itself, we're going to see something happening. So look at verse number five. So after that, I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. Wow, big magnanimous thing happening. The temple is opening. The very doorway to God, if you will. Verse number six and the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues clothed in pure and white linen. So there are obviously righteous, angle, uh, ange- angles. <laughs> righteous angels uh, that are operating at the behest of God, doing what is pure and right. And they have these seven plagues. Uh, they have a, a very serious job to do. And the Bible says in verse number six, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. So all of, all of this speaks to regality. All of this speaks to righteousness. Uh, this speaks to the, the, the work of God, the message of God. Remember, angels are ministering spirits. They're servants. They've been created to serve. Uh, in some cases, angels are messengers. Uh, they've been created to to take the messages and take the works of God to the places where to God sends them. So here we see the door of the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony is opened and these angels are coming out with a most serious purpose. Look at verse number seven. And one of the four beasts gave unto these seven angels. So where are the four beasts? Well, they're right there in the throne room. They're right there by the testimony. They're right there by the throne of God, uh, along with the 24 elders worshiping. And so one of the four beasts has given this one of the, uh, unto the seven angels seven golden vials. So the word vial uh, in the Bible uh, means a bowl. Matter of fact, it wasn't just a bowl like you'd picture a a cereal bowl, but it was more of a, a flat bowl, more of a shallow bowl. And in Old Testament days, the bowl would be a way by which to offer a libation. A libation would be a drink offering to God. And it would be easy to pour out the contents of a bowl. Not like a a flask where it would take time to pour it out like this, but a bowl where the entire contents could be poured out in one moment. So uh, there's suddenness to this. There is completion to this. Remember, we talked about a couple uh, episodes ago that one of the purposes of these seven angels is to bring completion to the wrath of God upon earth. And so now uh, these seven angels with seven plagues have these seven bowls uh, inside of which these plagues will be poured out of. Uh, that wasn't good grammar, but you know what I mean by that. Uh, verse number eight, uh, verse number seven, rather. And so uh, vials full of the wrath of God, full of the wrath of So the wrath of God involving these plagues uh, filled up in these bowls. And I find it interesting that the bowls are filled filled, full of the wrath of God. So this is the, the wrath without mixture. Remember, we talked about that a few episodes ago, the wine, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the grapes of wrath, I think was the name of the episode, and the wine without mixture that was poured out, uh, the bitterness, the fullness of God's wrath, the, the undiluted. So here we see another example of that and the fact that the bowls are full full of the wrath of God. And we talked about the wrath of God a couple episodes ago. It's a righteous wrath. Uh, It's a holy indignation, unlike the wrath of man. So the Bible says, These bowls, full of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. So the eternal God, the eternal God who has an eternal purpose, the God that was and is and is to come. We, but finite human beings who have stood against God, finite human beings, the creation has denied the creator. The creation, temporality, has stood against eternality. Um, Mortal has stood against immortality. And the wrath of God prepared in these bowls, now delivered by these angels, representing the eternal omniscient, omnipotent, uh, God of gods. Now, verse number eight is our final verse of the chapter. And the Bible says, and the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God, the smoke of the glory of God, really, and from his power. And no man was able to enter into the temple till, until the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Sure, there's a special um, event taking place here that the temple now opened, the angels now leaving, but the temple itself, the place of God, the place of the presence of God is full of a deep smoke uh, insofar that people can't even approach unto God. Remember uh, the same language is used of when God gave the first covenant? Back at Mount Sinai, the smoke and the inability to approach God in his holiness. So, as God unleashes wrath, we see that wrath is being unleashed in great holiness. Uh, it it, is magnifying and underscoring the glory of God. It is exemplifying the power of God. And the smoke is a symbol of all of that, that God is righteous and holy and unapproachable in this moment. In other words, you're not going to talk him out of it. You're not going to go in and uh, come up with an alternate suggested plan. Now this is the plan and purpose of God that fits within his glory, that emphasizes his power, that underscores who God is. So uh, the smoke here, I think it's very important for us to see that there are several indications of this uh, in the Bible. Remember in the inauguration of the tabernacle in Exodus, there was the smoke, uh, the glory of God that filled that. Tabernacle. Remember in the inauguration of the temple as, uh, as uh, Solomon prayed that great prayer, Second Chronicles chapter 7, uh, the smoke filled the temple. The smoke really indicated and, and authenticated the very presence of God, the very power of God among them. Remember uh, the day of Pentecost and how uh, God brought his holy Spirit. And almost, almost like a, a re-inauguration of the tabernacle and the temple as God filled with his glory uh, that place, uh, that upper room. And here we find again, the place of God is a place of smoke and, and, and a place of transcendence, a place of unapproachability as God unleashes his final stage of wrath Upon a world that has rejected him. So there's a sadness here because it should not have had to come to this. And yet there is an assurance here to know that our God is the vindicator of all wrong. Our God is the vindicator of all that is evil and deceitful and shall not the judge of all the universe do right. And that's what's happening here. What an awesome scene. This has to have. This has to have been uh, for John to see. What an awesome scene! One day you and I will be in heaven at this time, and we'll see that that smoke, and we'll watch those angels as they leave that place to go and bring completion to God's wrath on earth—a sober time, but a time echoing with the glory of God, His works his ways, his worship, all of it fits together. And what a day that will be. So that's it. Revelation chapter 15, just eight short verses. Uh, We're going to jump into a brand new chapter uh, next episode. So I hope you'll continue to join us. Appreciate your faithfulness. God bless you today. And whatever you're doing for the Lord, I'll see you next time. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.